This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, one of my very, very favorite things to do is to market books. And that it's also, ironically, one of the least favorite things to do with most authors. If you talk to authors, they'll say, I just want to write. And people who work with me and who are members of the Author You community know that one of my favorite responses to that is to get over it. That the reality is that certainly writing and bringing your nuggets and your gems is critical, absolutely. But that's just a small portion of what you do. If you don't learn to market, who is going to do it for you? Unless you've got deep pockets, and you know some people do, most don't. And the reality is, if you don't learn how to pitch, become pitch perfect, to connect with your audience, to find the right audience, your books are just going to sit in boxes and never move off. Well, we're going to change that today, and we have one of my new favorite people with me today. Carolyn Howard Johnson is a wonderful, savvy promoter. She's the author of The Frugal Book Promoter, How to Get Nearly Free Publicity on Your Own or by Partnering with Your Publisher. And a lot of authors today are their own publisher. So you get to have a conversation with you, yourself, and I. And Carolyn is just going to give us a streamline of ideas of what we can do, whether it's seasonal, 
whether it's just getting ready for a book launch and things that you can do for free or certainly for inexpensive because you know I've gone through marketing campaigns where I've spent buku buku thousands of dollars well on your guide to book publishing today we're going to talk about how to sidestep going through the money pit and how to do it frugally and effectively and with us Carolyn how are you today I'm just fine and I'm so glad to hear you doing my pitch for me encouraging everybody encouraging everybody to promote 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 <laughs> what would we do without you <laughs> well you know, if you can't promote you've got to promote yourself um I guess that comes from my my old sales day, you know, when I learned to do sales when I was a kid. Um, And literally, I started off selling and figuring out, um, I collected bottles on the beach, you can believe it. Um, I I carried a wagon around, I was an eight-year-old, and I pulled a wagon behind me and I watched people inhale their soda pop bottles. Well, Carolyn, I could get two cents for every bottle, and oh my God, if it was a beer bottle, it was a nickel. And I took them to the little green store and I started and I and I had to sell myself to be able to collect their bottles or come back and collect them. And they watched out for me. I mean, I was a regular on the beaches. On the <laughs> well, you did. You did one better than my daughter. She we at one year we were just laden with snails and we couldn't get rid of them and she would pluck them. And, of course, everyone was in, on the street was in the same spot. She didn't seem to realize that. She was only about five. And she would pluck the, pluck the snails and put them in a bottle in a bottle and a box with cornmeal and take them up the street and sell them as escargot. And she didn't make many sales, but occasionally some soft-hearted person would pay her a quarter for snail, I'm telling you. As you know, um, that uh, probably people didn't know what escargot really was back. Maybe that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they thought they were really getting something. Well, the other the other the other thing is is that most of us are most of us have been marketing all our lives and are good at it. We just don't think of it that way, and we've been told by our culture that. that there's something that there's something wrong with it. That we should be humble. That we should be modest. Um, and and of course, in certain instances, those those are good qualities to have. But we we market every time we get up and, and decide what to wear in the morning, or every time we have a job interview, or um, uh, you know, any time we go to the grocery store and remember to put you know a little bit of lipstick on so that so that people don't think we're the neighborhood na- hag. Um, it, it, we all do it. We all know how to do it. We just need to rearrange our thinking a little bit. Uh, exactly. And so it, it needs to become, for the author, literally part of their MO. And that's why I, and I tell the first thing you do, dear author, is you always carry at least a case of books in your car with you. Yeah. Because you never know. And, and for women... You carry at least a book or two in your purse because you never know. And for guys, in your briefcase or backpack or wherever the heck you yeah, have. And that's, not, and that's not just to sell them. Sometimes you run across people who are, who are movers and shakers in our industry who can make a difference to you. 
you might run into a feature editor at a at a newspaper if you can just yank out a book and say oh you know i'd love you to take a look at my book or you might might run into someone who is a a really famous author who probably thinks they don't need to promote and you um and, and i in my case will pull out my promotion book and say well why don't you read this and if you love it give me a review it doesn't always have to be sales it, it the idea is to get the buzz out there Exactly. I'm not saying we should give our, our books away to everybody, but there are certain people where giving away a book is is better than advertising money. It is advertising money, but it's better because it's specifically targeted. Oh, oh no, and, it, and for some of them, you know, Carolyn, giving away a book is tantamount to having a root canal. I mean, they don't want to depart with it. I know it. I know <laughs> Realize that this is the way you push it out. And, and let me give you another example, and let's start jumping into some of your fabulous tips. But Harvey McKay, when he came out, Swim with, Swim with the Sharks, years ago, he literally would walk up and down, because he was on airplanes all the time, he would walk up and down the aisles and give his book away to people. Oh, I think that's brilliant, because everybody needs something to read on an airplane, right? Uh, exactly. And, you know, uh, ironically, um, I, I mean, I don't travel the way I used to, you know, where I was uh, doing a hundred plus thousand miles a year um, that he uh, that I am noticing on a trip that I had just last month. I am noticing more and more people using print books. And it was very interesting <laughs> watching going back and forth around the, you know, the rows that I was on, seeing people going back and forth between electronic and print and electronic and print. It was it was almost like they were schizophrenic. Um, moving back and forth between them. I was fascinated by it. Another thing you can do is um, you see somebody with a Kindle or, or with an iPad and you say, um, if you're out of reading material, I'll show you how to get my, my book free. And they can go and pick up a, you know, a, one of your free promotional books on Kindle at no charge. You've introduced yourself to them. They know the author. That excites a lot of people. They're just pleased to death. To, to know an author and are more eager to read, even if it's not something that they normally would read. And um, Let me add on that little promotional tip then. If you're going to, um, and I do this um, for the, I mean, Carolyn gave me, I have to tell everyone, Carolyn Kudos um, gave me a lovely, lovely review on two of my new babies this year. One was Author You Creating and and building your author book platforms on Amazon just the other day, and and I have a brand new book that's that's available now, but it'll officially pop in February called Snappy Sassy Salty, Wise Words for Authors and Writers, and an adorable and, book, an adorable book, and a great a great gift. It's a fabulous gift. But here's what I'm doing at a, a little enclosed signing. Um, I've had two of them uh, this past month that I actually print out. I did a bitly of the full, you know, a gazillion characters Amazon link. And I had it printed up big, big, you know, oversized so people can read it. Um, and I, I slipped in that little piece of paper. Here's a promo tip for everyone, that everyone who gets a copy of my book that I put in now, um, when I'm at any signing or out there, I put in a slip of paper and I, you know, say that, you know, help an author out that if if you love it, would you please go up to Amazon and post a review? And I give them the shortened bit.ly link or whatever shortener you use 
so they can do it. I mean, help them out and make it easy for them, but, but you have to remind them. So if I met them on the plane and asked them to do that, um, it would be that, um, you know, they would try to remember, but of course they never remember with that kind of thing. So here's what no, Yeah. Yeah, they're busy. I mean, everyone's busy, regardless of the circumstances. They don't remember when they get home, but everyone's busy. So we we need reminders, and that's something else about our culture. We're we're, we're not. A, you remember when you were a child and you were told not to ask for food when you went to somebody's home, and I always interpreted that that I couldn't even ask for water. So we need we need to learn to ask for what we need. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hooded? If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author it's not join author you today through its website at author follow author you on twitter at author you and on facebook at author you where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily author you where the author goes to become seriously successful books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The free terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author You deal. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters.
posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the rockstar radio network if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith riles All righty, so we're with Carolyn Howard Johnson. We're talking about frugal book promotion, and she is the frugal book promoter, and I would encourage all of you to um, really follow her. We'll get into her websites and blogs and things because there's just tons of tips and ideas. She's going to be a regular participant, both on your guide to book publishing as well as the author you group on LinkedIn. Carolyn, it's Christmas time. We're just coming through Hanukkah. Um, there's, there's, uh, you know, this is, everyone thinks this is the big season selling of the year. The reality is most people don't realize it's Halloween. It's October, which is one of the biggest book selling months of the year. But authors are thinking gifts, gifts, gifts. So what are some of the great tips that you can give um, for that? And also, I want you to get into what are some of the must-haves you must have for your book promotion? Okay, well, tis the season, right? Well, first of all, um, a lot of a lot of authors labor under the idea that, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, it's too late to do anything for Christmas right now, and that was true at one time. For print media, you should be working about six months out for any holiday, and so that's one reason at this time of the year, or at least after Christmas, we should be setting up our entire schedule for the year for any and every possibility, and that would include the normal holidays that we all know about, but also the little the little extra ones, the 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 week of breast cancer, the week of uh, MS. What you you go to that calendar, uh, Google it on on uh, the web, and you find any any week or month that has been set aside that in any way relates to your book, and you plan for that, and then you use PR News or one of the other disseminators. Um, to disseminate your your release, and the idea is is to give information in the release, not just say, "Oh, I've got a book," but to give information about whatever holiday, or whatever month of, or whatever week of, or whatever whatever's going on in your release, because that's what the reporters use. There was a recent study that showed 65% of all Canadian reporters use media releases. 
that, and they find them on the web primarily, although certainly they can be faxed or uh, emailed to them directly. So we want to set up that schedule and, and know what we're doing. We also might be thinking right now about an entire year of, um, of freebies that we can put out and promote that then in turn promote what we are what we want to sell, whatever book it is we want to sell. And those are better done if they relate in some way to our book. And But right now, right now at Christmas, right now, it still isn't too late because we have the web. So um, I'm not sure if many of your people already know about Matchbook because it's brand new on Amazon. But it's a place where if you have both a, a real paper book and a Kindle book, you can arrange on the Kindle um, on your Kindle account to give the Kindle book away free or sell it for two ninety nine, and then you can start promoting that on Twitter and Facebook, etc. So they buy your paper book for a gift, and then they get the book match free to encourage loyal customers to do that. So they're getting a two for one. They're getting one for them, and one for a gift. It's an absolute marvelous way to promote right at Christmas. Yeah, it's a terrific program, and what all of us need to understand, you can do free, you can do $0.99, cents, $1.99, or $2.99 on the Matchbook program. And one of the things that, that you, here's the pitch I would be using is, if you want to own my book, you need the print version. If you want to rent it, you get the Kindle version, because, you know, Amazon and any of the e-readers can yank a book. Nobody owns a e-book. They rent them. It's a shocker mm-hmm. for a lot of people. To realize that can happen, so it's a great way to bundle. It's a, a two for one basically, but they'll always own it permanently. And actually, um, Amazon designed that program, which they launched in October, um, to really push the print books, which I am all for. Yeah, I, I I see all kinds of possibilities for it. I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't um, put on the paper book page that the, the the book's now available for a special price or free on the um, on the paper book page to actually push people over to the Kindle edition because I think it's an, an additional bonus that might encourage people to buy your paperback book uh, when they might be also interested in another similar paperback book. But they might get around to that so. at the time. Yeah. Though. As, as it stands now, though, we, we have to do the pushing them over to Kindle as either a loyalty program, a giveaway program, a promotional program, or whatever it takes to get them over there to to know that we have their interest in mind. Yeah. You know, that may be something, I think maybe I'll do a call to Amazon through the Author Central, that's the fastest way to get them to say, why doesn't someone put a bug in them to put on the page that this is available in the matchbook? That they can yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been bugging them, but the more people we get to bug them, the better off. Yeah, okay, it, it, right. It's the... So that that's just one that's just one of the things that we can do at Christmas. We can also partner. I, I'm a big one for partnering with other authors. So mystery writers, as an example, usually read more than one mystery book. Uh, oh yes. A uh, a year, or mystery readers read more than one mystery book a year. So you're not doing yourself any harm to partner with another mystery writer and send out to their list and your list that you have a special prize if they buy both of your mystery books together and deliverable before Christmas. You'd have to do that probably right now in order to make work. Yeah, you need uh, to do that. Yeah, and, and here's one of the things I'll say about all the, the fast-read genre readers, the beach reads, whatever you call them. It could be sci-fi. It could be romance. 
Uh, mystery is, uh, the mystery thrillers are all go into that uh, fantasy, go into that arena, that, that people don't stop at one book. They, they have an addiction for the genre. And they read exactly in it. Yeah, exactly. So what you're and what you're really doing when you do that is not only selling a few books. Heaven knows it might be a lot. It not might not be that many. But you're really renting in quotes or sharing your your mutual list, which only broadens your reach for the future. Mm -hmm. So that's a wonderful a wonderful way for authors to share. Yeah, great Christmas idea. gift to each other, if you will, and. And then the other thing that, that I think one of my favorite things to do is to actually write books that, um, that zone in on a specific, on a specific uh, holiday. My poetry co-author and I have what we call the Celebration Series of Poetry. And there is a poetry book for Earth Day, celebrates Earth Day, one for Women's Day. No, those aren't your regular holidays. We don't have one for Halloween yet. That's a bit hard to find poems for Halloween, but it could be done. Uh, there's a Christmas book. There's a Mother's Day book. There's a Father's Day book. There's one for all the major holidays. Um, so far, I think we have six. And we oh. promote the heck out of those just before, and, and that's perennial. Once you've got it done, it doesn't have to be done every year. The Mother's Day book is good this Mother's Day, next Mother's Day, next Mother's Day. It's always good again. So oh, it's a it's a one time effort for a holiday. Say yeah, that again. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to send a book to you um, called "Have You Ever Held a Mountain?" It's a beautiful, beautiful. It's inspiration. It works on any season, actually. But it's uh, I'm going to send it to you because I think it'll be a good package to go into your bundle. And you can okay. It's not, it's not trick or treat, but it w it can fit in. There's a that we'll find a spot where it can go. It'll go. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So um, I like that. I love that idea. So you take some people always have trouble with poetry. How do I sell it? I, I love the idea of putting together. I love baskets, you know, the thinking of a basket. And it, it, it could be almost be put together as here's another idea that you could put together as you have a season. But if you, you find enough of those, you could have, you know, it used to be the book of the month club. Um, and you could do a variation oh, of uh -huh. with, with these people who come together, and people can subscribe to them. I think that's a terrific idea. Absolutely, absolutely. Another thing we do with a Christmas book, and we could do that with any of the, any of them as well, is we offer tw uh, them in bundles of twenty five at bookstore discount. So they're six ninety five on Amazon. So they get fifty percent off if they order twenty five. And we send them to with them in the bundles, and then they can get the the envelopes for them, and send them as Christmas cards because they just fit in they fit perfectly into one of the standard sized envelopes. Oh, so well, that's right. Right. So so you give a deep discount, half off, like a bookstore, and then but they buy a minimum of twenty five at the fifty percent off, and then they can distribute because you know I'm actually one of these people that buys twenty books at a crack, and then everyone gets one for a holiday gift. Um, I yeah, that, that. yeah that, that's 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 wonderful too, and, and a lot of people are reluctant to do that too because they're not making as much from each book. But oh, one of the things I like to tell my clients is is we are building careers here. We are not selling books. We are building careers, and we are not selling books because we are also finding things that that other people need, that other people want, that other people would love to buy, but they don't know about us yet.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, welcome back. We are on Author Your Guide to Book Publishing. With me is Carolyn Howard Johnson. She's a multi-award winning author of both fiction and nonfiction books. She's actually a former publicist for a New York PR firm and a marketing instructor for UCLA down in Los Angeles, Extension's world-renowned writers program. So Carolyn knows books. She knows promotion. We're talking about frugal tips to promote your books and strategies to get them out there. Um, we've given some ideas on what to do right now for the month of December, but let's, you know, let's move into, let's what we do in perpetuity and getting. Okay. Going. Let's, let's and, do that. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's really jump into that, Carolyn. So. Okay. Well, of course, that's one of the reasons I, re I wrote the frugal book promoter 
was after I'd written my novel and did exactly what you did, spent $35,000 on, on a publicist who didn't do anything that I couldn't do myself. I didn't want that to happen to any other author. So I put t- together the Frugal Book Promoter, and it's just laden with everything that you need to know, including these things in your kit. You should know how to write a professional release. You should know how to write a professional, put together a, a professional media kit. You should have a, several different kinds of professional pitches. As an example, um, and introductions for yourself for different things. Um, if you are speaking out of town, you need a special one of those. And this doesn't. These things don't need to be reinvented every time you do them. You keep them in in a, in what, as Judith says, a kit, so that when you need them, they're available. You just print them out and maybe and maybe tweak them a little bit. Now you need a, a tagline for the end of an article you might write for your local newspaper. You need a larger auto uh, author biography for the books that you're that you're uh, printing on your own. Um, you need a bio, uh, you need a first person essay uh, that goes into your media kit that sometimes newspapers will pick up and just print as is. You've seen that column one on the side of um, on the side of Wall Street, left side of the front page of Wall Street Journal. Most other newspapers, including the LA Times and the New York Times, uses those too. Sometimes they're called column one. Sometimes they're called first story. Those are those are those are are eaters of content. They need content for those. So if you provide that content. Often you'll see them not even called. They just they just use it. Sometimes you don't even know the piece has been used, and someone will tell you months later, "Oh, I saw, I saw your your essay in such and such a newspaper," and you think, mm, "My news kit, my news kit, my news kit did some good here," but you didn't know it happened. Yeah. Um, you you need um, uh, a top ten article in your in your media kit, but also to send to bloggers, etc. You send things on a media list that you concocted yourself and you develop the relationship with these people, bloggers, um, uh, editors, etc. And then once in a while, you you send something to them and to give them permission to permit it, uh, print it, or use it however they want, mm-hmm. uh, free. Uh, as long as they use the tagline, your tagline at the end that gives your name, what you write, and your website address at a minimum. Um, I have a little kit that I'm fond of. It's not quite as basic. It's just a little carry-along um, roller bag that I take with me when I am speaking or whether I'm going to conferences or whether I'm getting an award. It's full of things that I need, everything from Altoids to um, hole punches to tape, to my signage, that kind of thing. I don't have to repack every time. And that is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. That's what, you know, for my traveling, I could pack a full suitcase within 10 minutes to travel to Europe. Um, I'm always amazed where people spend weeks putting stuff together. And it's like, oh, for God's sakes, there's basics here. Basics, basics, basics. Um, one of the things I'm going to recommend to everybody that, that I've always found very helpful is to get your book cover up on a foam board. Um, and have that done, and you'll find pricing uh, in a variety of different places. But you know, just go to you, you go to FedEx, 
and and call them because sometimes you don't get the pricing the right pricing on their online services so I would call them and I would get quotes and I'm tell you I have dropped them down from their $21 quoted price to nine dollars um, to get it done and and you know 11 by 17 sign I think that having your signage your cover wherever you are um, that's that's overage of the actual book is helpful to you. What do you think about that? Uh, oh yeah, I, I use it all the time. And uh, one of the things that one of the things that I like to do is have two sides because sometimes we, we say we're doing a book fair and we leave our booth. We we have to we have to go eat or we have to go we have to go potty once in a while. So one side is just your book, just one of your major book covers. The other side is the picture of you that says award-winning author now signing. And the reason I think it's so important is because when people are at book fairs, sometimes, you know, these are, in quotes, just readers. Sometimes they don't get it that you're the author. They think that you're just a book book seller. And when they realize, when they put together the picture of you and you and understand that you're the author and that you're signing this book, they get really excited. And it's obvious that they didn't know before they saw that sign that that was what was going on. Ah, so, so right Carolyn, I'm going to take the next step. I'm going to say you have two signs made. Duplicate that so you put your photo now signing on the front, and then the other one has your book cover, and then on the back of the book cover one, your photo, etc. So you see it from both sides. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the way mine's done. I just turn it around. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say duplicate it. Carolyn, I'd like you to, um, you have a great, great quote um, in your book where you talk about the old Internet. And you say, pretending the Internet is new, 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 and better, better, better is convoluted thinking. Wikipedia is just an old-style encyclopedia delivered faster and using less reliable experts who don't get paid to write in it. So, let's talk about the old, old, old Internet and how can you make it new, new, new work for you. Uh-huh. So so you so so you so you you want to know you want to know what what we can do. Well, first of all, we first of all, as with any career, you want to keep up with things. You need to read read read. Yes. And you need you need to take newsletters newsletters newsletters. People who often have been around a long time, have been writing a long time, you know, rightfully think that they've got it and they do, but they but they don't have what's brand new. So we need to keep up on what is brand new out there, like book match. There are an awful lot of writers who don't know do don't know about that. Yeah, they I'm also sure. don't they also don't know as an example that Amazon moved a little image uh, sharing feature that they have from right under the book cover to lower on the page. And I was really said first they said that they were going to eliminate it, then they apparently just moved it on the page. But a lot of people more more than that, a lot of people don't even know about that book sharing image feature. Mm-hmm. They don't even know about it. And it's a wonderful way to share your book. As long as you keep in mind that you are not competing with other authors who are similar to you, but adding value to their page as well as as well as value to yourself. Right. You also, so, all, all of our authors also should make sure that they've got their book on look inside the book or search inside the book features. Uh-huh, uh-huh. People speak of what's going on. So, but, but when you get that newsletter for Amazon, the only way you're going to know about that fast is 
is if you open that newsletter and look, or if you read Dan Pointer's newsletter, or if you read Penny Sansevieri's newsletter, or if you read your newsletter, or if you read my newsletter. So, uh, and each of us, each of us give give people different things. So what I do, I know that you know I'm I'm kind of a tree hugger, and I know I shouldn't print stuff out. So I use the I, I recycle paper and I print my newsletters out and I read them when I'm when I'm driving or when I'm on mass mass transit. Yeah, I do. Or when I'm traveling. Yeah, I, I do too. I print out the pages that I want and go for it. And you know, our easing, the author you, the author resource uh, easing that we print, uh, we we create ten times a year is thirty plus pages. It's packed full of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and then I make notes, and then I bring them back sit in front of my computer and add some things to. And it never goes to waste. Some of the things I can pass on to other authors in my newsletter. Some things I've got notes on that are just things that I need to do. Some some are notes of things that that I've heard about but still don't know how to do from from the article because it wasn't complete enough that I need to do more research on. But these are all things. These are all things that we should all be doing, not just people like you and me who are dealing specifically with authors as clients or as uh, or that we're coaching or, or people of, of that sort. This is for even authors who are concentrating only on their own books. Okay. okay. Carolyn, we've got less than two minutes to our final break. I, w- I would like to start hitting on some almost one-liner things that people can start doing right now. So, uh, I mean, I want everyone to get out their pencils. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One line, one liner things that they can start doing right now. They can, they can sign up for a class. Being careful to to make sure that the class, that the class is something that is being taught by a real expert, as opposed to a class taught by, oh, uh, you know, someone that we just heard about on the web. Because not everybody on the web who claims to be an expert is an expert. They can take another look at their pitch and make sure that it's really hot, that it really uses uh, uh, strong verbs and is written in the present tense and is only two sentences long. Uh, they can... Okay, Carolyn, I want you to hold those to our next break, and let me just give everyone a tip right now. I want you to go to AM, that's Apple Mary, aminstitute.com forward slash headline. You will have an emotional gauger for the tug that your headlines for your titles, your articles, your blogs, your fill-in-the-blank will have for your marketing. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The free terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract. All equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. 
Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author U and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author U deal. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Riles. All right, final final thoughts with Carolyn Howard Johnson, the author of The Frugal Book Promoter. Highly recommend you get her book. You can just snag it on Amazon very quickly. Um, it'll be well worth the investment. This is part of your marketing deals. Carolyn, let's let's talk continue on with some um, really bullets as we go along um, with it. One okay. of the that I think is a, a really critical with all your communications that go out with email is that you have a very succinct descript signature 
underneath every email that's automatically, it's just automatically there. How do you feel about that? And visual, and visual. And you're doing the person, even you're even doing your personal friends you email a favor. The time will come where they need your, when they need your website address, they need your phone, they need, they, they need your, what, whatever, whatever it is they need, that should be in your signature so that they don't have to go searching. But when you, when you're emailing to anybody else, or your who who are it would maybe we might call gatekeepers, you know the editors, the feature editors, the agents, etc. They need to have that information right there. If they don't, you lose. They they'll go on to somebody else. They're busy people too. Yeah, I mean, so when, when you and I talked um, the first time, she said, "You said, oh my God, you've got all your information here." Everything. I know. I was so impressed. <laughs> But, but we also we also want an image there if we can, or or a little color or something something to catch their eye. Preferably an image cover of, of your book cover, and you can change that out to make it more more entertaining, if you will. Yeah. And anybody who's not interested and interested, they just don't they just don't read it. They're not interested. It's not a big deal. So well, so that well, is really important. Then your subject line, your subject line. Don't tell me hello. I think it's spam. Judith and I were just talking about sometimes we have 500 emails in our in our in our box each day. We need to know who you are, where this is coming from, and what the subject is. That even includes for, for newsletters. Uh, otherwise, we don't intentionally delete your 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 message, but we might if we don't know what it is. If it says hello or let's get together, that could easily be spam. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that it's very evident. Of what is coming? What you're sending to people, and um, your email, your email list. Don't waste it when you get when you get email from somebody who has contacted you for information. Those are your legitimate peeps. Those are people who have contacted you on a professional basis. You don't just discard those those email addresses. You keep them. You put them on a list. Your contact list is your single most important part of that kit we were talking about the single most you can rent names but they will never do for you what your own personal list will do for you oh rent, rent you know rented lists have so many dead names on it let me ask you this what do you recommend if you're they're going to be gathering up these these e-lists these emails what kind of data manager are you suggesting they you drop they drop them into for easy management Oh, you know, I still do. I still do a lot of stuff the old-fashioned way, and I'll tell you why. If I started out a certain way, and it's working for me, I don't. I I don't waste my time changing because that that's always that's always a time take proper. I, I not only have to learn a new program, but then then I have to do a whole lot of other things with it. Make sure that it's that it's clean, etc. So I I kind of stick to I stick to the old the old methods. I don't I don't fool with it now if. Um, I like Excel still. Uh, you know, I can I can make sure that there are no duplicate emails in it, so I don't bug people to death. I can arrange them alphabetically. I can put them in categories, so I'm sending the kinds of emails to the same people who are interested in that particular topic: poetry to poetry people, um, writing information to people who write books, that kind of thing. It does everything I need it to do, and it doesn't cost me anything. I'm the frugal book promoter here. Ah, got it. So, so here's wherever whoever's listening to this, wherever you are from the get go, just open up an Excel spreadsheet and and start 
writing down if you if you got their name you've got that if they've given you the phone number in the in their caption you can get that and you've got their email and you can start doing your categories and start getting going great idea sure and, and you know if they send you back an unsubscribe that's that's just fine it doesn't happen to me very often but when they do that's okay i don't want to reach them if they don't want to be reached there's, there's, that that's a, that's a lost effort that's a, that's a great tip because I had someone who said we were doing a, a thing and she says well, I can't I can't do it I, I said really to support this you really need to do a single email when you send it out in buried in the whole enchilada of your regular newsletter it's not going to stand out a lot of times like for I'm a great example I will print it out look at it at a later time and it may be very timely and I should have acted on it. So sometimes you do need to do a single promotion for something, um, and there could be an all-how going. And she said, well, if I do that, people will unsubscribe. Well, my attitude is then they're not the right person for you. Move uh -huh. on. Yeah, right, so yeah. Like, and you and I just talked about postcards. Those lists are so important for your postcards, and postcards are more and more important rather than less and less important. I know they're a little bit more expensive, in fact, a lot more expensive than sending something out by email, but people read postcards now, they keep them, and if your lists are nice and clean, they, oh, actually, they can also help you if you send them, if you send them by postcard rate, they can help you keep your, your list clean so that you're not sending out postcards to people that, you know, spending the money on a postcard to people who are no longer live at that address because you get it back and you can take it off your list. So they're, 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 list, they're list cleaners. People keep them. They're beautiful. They remind people that people remember them. They look at them. Their, their mailboxes aren't nearly as full of stuff as their email boxes anymore. So postcards are really a good idea, especially if you're giving an event of some kind. I, oh, absolutely, and I think that if you make sure everybody, uh, here's your tip, please put your return address on the postcard. Otherwise, you're not going to get it back. Oh, That's a, oh I'm, I'm so, I, you know, I intended to mention that. I was, my husband just received an award in Miami for his book, and, um, and, um, I collected all the postcards of all of those award winners and, and all of the and all of the the bookmarks and all of the business cards and I brought them all home and I went through them and there were only about half of them that had an email address on. Now, so most of them had most of them did to their credit have their website address on it. But here's the thing. If if I had been an editor of a newspaper, and in a way I am, I'm an editor of my newsletter, right? Yes, I am. Am I going to take the time to go to a website yep. and find the contact information and then email them? I might if I'm super interested, yep. but I might not. And if I don't, you've lost an opportunity. Yes, it, it, Carolyn, I am so glad you brought this up. This is, if, if, if I was to put down, if, if I start identifying my top 10 peeves, this is going to be in, in, in the upper part of the top 10. When you create your business card, which you should be doing, for God's sakes, put your contact information, your website, your email, your phone number, and your address. I like to send people notes. I mean, I still send notes, and and I had to. I came back as number one. I couldn't read half of them. They decided they're going to print this stuff in five point font, which I don't get. But well, that 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 is hard. But but I'd I'd rather have it in five point and have the information on there. 
Well, I then, okay, so use a magnifying glass, but there, yeah, there yeah. is have the information there because you're right, they've lost an opportunity. Okay, we've got two minutes left. I want you to give us a tip about some of the dangers of online promotion before we close out, Carolyn. Okay, well, I, we already alluded to that a little bit. Um, you, online, it, online is like everything else. If you don't look both ways before you cross the road, you're going to hit by, hit by a car. Uh, online is is very dangerous. There are a lot of people out there who think they're experts or are trying to become experts, and that's fine. Hurrah for them. But if you're going to spend your money and your time, you want to find the people who really are. And you also, even among those people, want to find people with 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 like goals. So you find those through other authors that you respect. You find you try to you look at their credentials. Do they have some connection? With a with a, a university, that kind of thing. You're very very careful. You do not you do not pay an agent. You do not pay an agent to read your book. You do not pay a re, you do not pay a reviewer to review your book. The reason for that is is that it's unethical in journalism circles. It's unethical. So when people people know when you paid for a review. When you pay for a review, people are not going to think anything about the review. They're going to discount it. Uh, so well, that's why would you pay for that's one? That's a the discussion, I think. We, we should take that to there. We're going we're gonna to close yeah, There's a here. lot to say about reviewing, but it's a big scam. Oh, yeah, there's a huge amount to say. But that that, as you can see, Carolyn has a lot of information. I'm going to encourage all of you to get the Frugal Book Promoter. There's a lot of things that you can do out here, and there's a lot of things you shouldn't be doing out, out here. Um, and with that, we're going to have her back on a regular basis because there's just so much more book marketing. Critical, critical, critical. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.